Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? I'm here in LA at the Dear Media Studios. She's live, she's loose, she's limber, and I'm looking out a beautiful, sunny LA. You know, I never get to come to these studios enough because I'm a workhorse on the open road. I kind of feel like I've been working on a carnival cruise a little bit. You know what I mean? I feel like I've been doing the midnight shift. I've been on lookout, the watch, making sure dumb spring break teens don't jump over. You know, that if you go on a cruise, there is an actual person. Like, they have to watch. They have cameras all over the boat because sometimes drunk teens will try and jump off. Why the fuck would you think that's a great idea? They do it as a dare. It's happened recently, I believe, on a cruise. 15-year-old kid jumped as a dare. Not bright. Anyways, I don't know why I'm talking about boat safety. Still reeling, no pun intended, for my weekend in Boca. But uh, what's going on? Doing the most L.A. shit ever. I have been in the pocket, in the zone, if you will. Working on a new project. So I've been in the valley, deep valley with my team. Working on some new script stuff, which is very exciting. So this has been my little four-day window to get work done. And it's great. It's nice to get the creative juices flowing in a different direction again. And I like it, and I love it, and I want some more of it. If you know that country song, I'll give you a dollar. Anywho, guys, I want you to know that I had a real epiphany this weekend. Went to lunch with my dear friend, Retta. Shout out to Retta. I will bring her on the podcast soon. She's just as busy as I am, but I will get her on. And I said, Retta, I've been having these fucking night terrors about this wedding, okay? I've been having full-blown waking up. Jeff's left me. And let me preface this real quick. I know how fucking annoying it is when somebody says, let me tell you about this dream I had last night. Like, no one cares. No one cares. No one wants to hear about your dream. It doesn't make sense. It's some sort of deep, multi-layered bullshit of your subconscious. I don't want to hear it. But I have been having a, a reoccurring dream that Jeff leaves me or, like, doesn't show up to Italy. So I was telling Retta, and she said, girl, you just need to show up. This is a time for you and your friends and for people to celebrate you and Jeff. And you just need to show up and have a good time. Don't put this societal pressure on yourself that you have to look a certain way or to do a certain thing or whatever. 
And I was like, fuck, I am not even going to enjoy this if I get so fucking kookadoo in my fucking own head. Well, I'm really on it today. I'm sorry. You want to know why I'm fired up? Let me tell you why. Trying to get the fitness in because it honestly curbs my anxiety. And I got into the gym this morning. I'm up and at them. I was in the gym at this hotel, 8 a.m. Who is she? I don't know. But I'm still on East Coast time. And I'm just saying, if I work out, it's going to make me feel better about my life. You know, it's, it's a form of stress relief. This is not like a bit. This is not like a 1980s bit. But there was such a toxic subculture of older men who were in their 50s without their shirts on invading my space. This is a very expansive gym. I mean, it's a large gym at this hotel. I'm doing hip thrusts. I got my back against the bench. I got 55 pounds just across my pussy. And I'm just doing thrusts. Thrusts with the vagina, okay? It doesn't work the vagina in case you're wondering if it it doesn't. It, It actually works the back, the back of your vagina, your butt. And I'm in there and this guy just comes right next to me. I mean, literally almost standing over me. Then he'd throw down his weights. He has his shirt off and he's just grunting and yelling. And it's jarring. Like I have my eyes closed while I'm doing these hip thrusts and I'm trying to stay in the zone. But when a man is aggressively just dry heaving almost on top of you, he had his earbuds in and he was clearly, I would think, maybe a little Eastern European. So for a second, I was about to say something, okay? This guy is on like Gucci shorts. I was about to say something, but I was like, oh, what if he's from a war-torn country? You know what I mean? What if it's not, he's had a bad week? You know what I mean? And then I felt, but this is again, why women, we apologize. I'm about to say sorry, like I'm in his space, but I was there before him. This man had the tiniest nipples I've ever seen too. So tiny. Like if you're going to have your shirt off and you're flexing, do not have inverted nipples. I don't know where they were to the point where I was kind of, you know, I was, I was looking, I was staring. He got me to do what he wanted me to do, which was look at his body. He's probably 57, a ripe 57, had on some douchey designer sneakers and threw away about a quarter inch from my head. And that's when I really lost it. But did I say, sir, back the fuck up? No, I didn't. I passive aggressively put my 55 pound weight up and moved to the other side. And I adjusted my workout for this douche lord. He also then would take the towel. He had multiple small hand towels that they give you at the gym and he kept blowing his nose into it. God damn it. Why didn't I say something? Oh God. This is where I'm taking the anger out on the podcast. Why didn't I say something? Absolutely fucking not. If we're all, there's a system. If you're in a gym, you get your quarter little inch, you know, you rotate. Maybe somebody's doing the dead weights. Maybe somebody's over here on the Peloton. Maybe somebody's over here on the tread. You kind of rotate. I needed two sets of hip thrusts. And I had this man with inverted nipples just breathing down my neck. And you know him. You know this man. He's 57. He's from somewhere in Europe. Hangs out in Beverly Hills. He's newly into crypto. He's got a 21-year-old girlfriend. And he probably fucks hard. And that's what really troubles me. This guy probably fucks real hard. And it just burns me up inside. But that's where I'm at. In LA, wheeling, dealing, and probably got coronavirus for the 10th time because this man was blowing his nose over me. And, you know, then you think you go to the gym and you use these hand towels. Well, this man, how long is he? He's probably done an extended stay at this hotel. He's probably moved in. That's why he has such a sense of entitlement. This is his home. He's probably been staying at the WeHo Edition for six months. Who blows their nose? You know, the idea of a handkerchief never made sense. 
But it made sense back in the day when you didn't have something that was disposable. I was in drama class with this guy named Alex, and he used to carry around an old school handkerchief and blow his nose in it. And there were days that I, if I was hungover, I would sit there and he would, he was a real method actor and he would get out his handkerchief and blow it. And there were days I would just feel, I could feel the chunks rising because I was like, I can't do it. Alex, you got to, one day I finally put my hand gently on his shoulder because, you know, actors were sensitive. And I said, Alex, it's enough. It's enough. I had... 65 walk-me-down shots. And if you don't know what that is, it's blue. It has blue curacao in it. You don't need to know about it. Remember a Washington apple shot? It was whiskey, like apple sour puckers, and something else, like lime juice. I used to take those to the head. To the head. Now I have two glasses of Cabernet. I'm down for the count. I've become a soft baby back bitch. And you know what? Today has re-inspired me. Absolutely not to get pushed over in this gym by a man with inverted nipples. Absolutely yes. To, I'm not going to bitch about it. I'm going to be about it. Tomorrow, you don't even want to know what I'm going to do. When I'm in that gym at 8 a.m., because I don't know who I am, it's just L.A. It's really L.A. The only way you see your friends is if you exercise with them or go get a salad. Like, if I were to call my manager, if I was like, Maggie, let's meet up. Meet me at a titty bar. She'd be like, we can't. First of all, that's probably a liability. Actually, Maggie would meet me at a titty bar. We'd have some fun. But you know what I'm saying? Also, also, I know a lot of y'all are like, titty bar. Does that not make you laugh? I love a strip club, but I love it. You know, an old school man would be like, hey, meet me at the titty bar. <laughs> I mean, it's a bar with boobs, so it's an accurate description. Maybe that's what I'm going to start doing. Go the other way with the Me Too movement. Invite like, you know, male colleagues, meet me at the strip club. I got a booth in the back. We're doing Washington apple shots till you vomit. And I'm only ordering hot dogs. Like I go the other way. I make them uncomfortable. HR nightmare. It's what I am. What I will always be. Guys, I'm looking at the Beverly Center. You remember, meet me at the Beverly Center. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back into the gym tomorrow and tell this guy, you want to fucking go? Bring your dirty handkerchiefs. Meet me at the Beverly Center. Let's brawl. Let's hit it. Let's do it. What else is going on? Going back on the road. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. Very excited. We've got some big shows coming up. Sacramento, Salt Lake City, Phoenix. Then we've got two shows in Tampa. Get your tickets. We're going to Chicago, playing the historic Chicago Theater. Then I'm going up to Milwaukee. Then I'm hitting two shows in Atlanta at the Fox. So historic. We have a couple tickets left. Very few tickets. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. That is going to be such a monumental, wild, wild, wild ending to the tour. And to any shows that we had to reschedule. Oh, we also have Toronto coming up. Toronto. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. This bitch is, oh, she's on the road. She's been on the Oregon Trail of comedy. And I'll continue to do it until I'm 40. So I've got five good years left in me. And then I'm retired. I'm done. It's a wrap. I'm moving to the Turks and Caicos. I'm getting fat as a house. You fly over, you're going to go, is that a sand dune? No, it's Heather. That's it. That's what I'm doing. That's my five-year plan. I'm going to host SNL in about two years. Once I get the sitcom on its feet, and then I'm done. It's a wrap. I'll be in the islands right by the beach, boy. That's my five-year plan. Speak it into existence. Listen, you're running your shempire, you're a boss, babe. You know what you need? Squarespace, okay? Listen, I love Squarespace. It's incredible. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. Work smarter, not harder. 
delegate, use Squarespace. They have all the tools there to run your website, to build your business. They don't make it any easier, okay? I told you I've been running my tour site through Squarespace. Easy breezy. I can get on there. I have e-commerce. I can sell tickets. I can sell merch. I can see how many people are viewing my website at what times a day. So that helps me know. What's a better time to sell tickets? Oh, 10 a.m. on Wednesday. Let's go for a doggy because I use Squarespace. Squarespace just makes it so easy. You can, you know, connect your social media accounts so I can have my Twitter on there, my Instagram, all in one stop shop. So if somebody goes to heatherontour.com, they can see everything, they can buy tickets, they can do merch, all of it. And what's cool on the back end is I get the analytics, which I think as a business owner, as a comedian, I don't care if you're a fucking clown. It makes running your business so much easier. I love Squarespace. Also, buying a domain from Squarespace is simple because there are no hidden fees or price hikes. Each domain comes with an ad-free parking page and free privacy on eligible domains. I'm telling you, you can choose a URL that ends in .com, net, org, or even get more specific ones. Literally, Squarespace says it all. Make your life easy. I love Squarespace. Truly, I think they're one of the best sponsors of the podcast. And it just, it helps you empower yourself. Here's the deal. Head to squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Got a couple exciting things going on. So here's the deal. This is where I'm at emotionally. It's kind of a mad dash to this wedding. I do feel the societal pressure a little bit of like looking a certain way for the wedding and all this shit. And to, you know, bring a full circle, Retta really set me straight this weekend. She was like, Heather, go enjoy yourself. You have physically been on the road. It's not like you, you're at home and you're doing a normal nine to five. You haven't slept in your own bed. I haven't slept in my own bed two nights in a row in the last nine months, or maybe Christmas break, truly. And that's not me complaining. That's just the situation we're in. We're out and about. That's great. I'm doing what I love. But I've really kind of been like, I got to lock it up. I got to do all this shit. And I'm, I'm, you know me, I've been on a health and wellness journey. I'm really taking that seriously. But I just felt like, God damn, like I should be in a different situation. I should be. Like I saw some friends this weekend and I wanted them to be like, we're worried. You look too good. And they were just like, hey, are you stressed? <laughs> the first thing they said was, how stressed are you? And I was like, I know I look bad, don't I? I look tired. So I got to honor the space in which I'm at. I've got to honor the physical space in which I'm at, do the best I can where I'm at. I have two very exciting, very nerve-wracking things coming up. So on top of finishing the script, on top of then having two very exciting things, I don't know what I'm allowed to say yet, but I'm shooting something and I'm shooting something in two weeks in LA, which I got to look at the fucking contract. But that is very exciting that we have talked about for a while and I'm very excited to do it when I can share, I will. And I'm not doing that to be like, I've got something exciting that I will share when I can. But you guys have been on this journey with me and you're a part of it and you guys have helped me out with this so much. So I want, it's really like my gift to you. So on top of being on the road and all this other stuff, there's all these deadlines. We're about 80 days out from this wedding. I get a ting, ting notification from Delta. And I started to panic. I said, fuck. Shit. You know what I mean? Well, I'm deep throat a Chinese chicken salad from Jones on third. Like, this is it. But I realized if I don't enjoy this, like emotionally and mentally where I'm at, it's just filled with joy. So excited. But I'm also having deep set night terrors. Waking up, sweat through the t-shirt and the underwear. You know what I mean? And I'm wearing dry fit underwears to bed. But it's, it, we're all soaked to the bone. Not a wet dream, a night terror, a full 
get a shiver down your spine. I'm having dreams. Jeff doesn't show up to Italy. He's moved to England. Last night I had a dream that the wedding dress just caught on fire next to a furnace. This is where I'm at. I don't know what part of my subconscious this is tapping into. I don't know if it's excitement. I don't know if I'm actually genuinely just like, are we going to make it? I don't know. But all this other shit that's going on is very exciting. But physically, you know me, I'm trying to be easy on myself. I'm getting in bed every night at 1030, even on the weekends. Like I just need the day that I have off, which is not really a day off. I need to rest. But physically, I'm trying to honor where I'm at and just get through. But it's hard to think when all this exciting stuff is going on, I just got to get to this deadline. I've always been kind of one of those people. I'm good within parameters of a deadline. If you're like, you got to write a new show in three weeks. It's due on Tuesday or whatever. I'll get it done. That's how my brain works spatially. And like, you know, I'm not great with time. I don't really know where we are in the metaverse or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know what I'm talking about. Just fucking, you know, go with me on this one. So I'm really trying to honor where I'm at physically and just be like, I want to be the happiest and healthiest version of myself. But if you think I'm showing up to my wedding and you expect me to lose 70 pounds, it's not happening. It's, it's not going to happen. I'm going to look great because I have a phenomenal spray tanner and I'm going to be glowing. But there are some deep-rooted issues right now, just the stress I'm under, which is, oh, it's all good. I put myself under this stress. I've wanted this my whole life. But I think on top of that, also trying to crank out a pandemic wedding was, it was a lot. It was a lot to chew off. It was a lot to bite off, chew off. It was a lot to chew. Guess you bite it off. I bit off too, more than I could chew. <laughs> Wow. 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 I bit off more than I could chew. Wow. Guys, LA makes you dumber. LA makes you dumber. It's just you get here, you know that everyone's unsettled. You know that everyone feels as manic and panicked as you do. No one has a job. This is not like a political statement like, no one has a job. Get up and work. Literally, nobody works. Like everyone's at Air One. If you don't know what Air One is, I want you to imagine if Whole Foods had a trust fund, okay? Air One is this organic, delicious market that is like the trust fund cousin of Whole Foods. A bag of raw Brussels sprouts is $73. I'm not even exaggerating. It's insane. But you could get anything you could ever imagine there. It's delicious. But everybody's just at Air One from like 9 a.m. to 2. That's where people work. They eat gluten-free, dairy-free, s'mores, and they don't have a job. Meanwhile, I'm deep in the valley, sweating through my shirt trying to get this shit done. But it's all good stuff. But if you're feeling the way I'm feeling right now, you got deadlines, there's shit going on this summer, maybe you're a COVID bride, honor yourself in the space where you're at because that's all we can do right now. Where am I at on this Monday sitting in LA as I record this? I almost fought a man in a gym today, but then I couldn't really place his accent. So I didn't want to be that person. Could you see this? All this good shit's happening. And it's like comedian Heather McMahon fights Ukrainian refugee in bougie gym in LA. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. This guy was fucking obnoxious, but knowing my luck, the one moment that I'd put my foot down and like stand up for myself, it would be the wrong person. And then I'd get canceled. And I'd be like, he had inverted nipples. It was throwing everybody off in the gym. And then people would say, you know, it's like the alopecia thing. They'd be like, inverted nipples is a real issue. 
which I'm sure it is. You know, the funny thing is, too, being around comedians this week, we've just been fucking raw dogging it. Okay, that sounds like, no, that, that doesn't mean we're having an orgy without condoms, sorry. But just like sitting in a room, in a writer's room with other comedians where we can just talk shit has truly mentally filled me with so much joy and, and what I needed to be filled with. You know, everybody's kind of walking on edge, walking on edge, walking on eggshells. What is wrong with me? Oh, God, let's take a deep breath in. You got this. Quit being a baby back, little bitch. You're going to go in there tomorrow into that gym at the WeHo edition, and you're going to let this guy, Sergio, know what's up. You're going to let him say, get out of my space and put a shirt on. Okay, great. And I'm back. I'm back. Whew, had to just have a second with myself. Um, you know, a lot of people in comedy now feel like you have to walk on eggshells. And I actually think it's going to go the other way. I think we're going to, like, everyone was so, you know, woke about shit. And now it's like, can we all just get to the same base level and have some fucking fun? You know what I mean? Can we all just laugh again? And this is what I say at my show. We've all been through a collective trauma the last three years. Everybody's freaking the fuck out. Nobody knows what's up from down. But can we all just relax and not get so offended. Do you know how many times I've been absolutely annihilated and roasted? And you know what I do? Take it like a fucking champ. You know, people think that comedians are the only ones who say things. If you saw some of the DMs I get from some sociopaths, I would have, I don't know, done something harmful a long time ago. But I, I laugh. Life is short. So what? Some days I have a lazy eye and a thick neck. You're right, Dennis. Usually, though, when I get like a troll, like a male troll, I'll send him a photo of my tits. I know. I'm, <laughs> and I just say, meet me at a titty bar. And then they get confused. Yeah. Yeah. I don't put my face in it. So they can't like really claim it's me. Like I could be like, those are anybody's tits. But I do. That's what you do. When somebody insults you or sends you a, a nasty DM, send him a photo of your boobs. You know what I'm going to do? Tomorrow in the gym, if this guy's back, which he is because he probably lives at this hotel, I'm going to zoom in, get a photo of his inverted nipples and start sending that. Talk about paying it forward. That's what I'm going to send. You want to send me a DM? You're a whore? Guess what? You're getting in this Eastern European man's inverted nipple. And that's where I'm at emotionally. Wow. This podcast is absolutely manic. Um, very exciting. We got a new producer, Josh, in the studio. He's uh, going to pull some voicemails. We're going to get into it. I want to know where you guys are at mentally, physically, emotionally. You know, we're all doing the most. It's great. It's springtime. The pollen count is high. My bullshit threshold is low. But I want you to know if you feel like you're getting pushed around by society, lock it in, dial it in, dial it the fuck in, get grounded. We got this. We're going to Italy, you and me. I'll bring you along. And we got this. You want to know why? Because we deserve it. Let's get to the voicemails. You know, I use this podcast probably a little abusively in the form of therapy, but I should get back to my talk space because talk space feels like having a therapist in your pocket. It's not up to y'all to fix my issues. I should 
talk to my therapist on Talkspace. That's why being able to reach out to my therapist or psychiatrist at any time from anywhere makes taking care of my mental health super easy. I'm more relaxed when I'm traveling, knowing that if I need to talk with my therapist, I can just send a message from wherever I am. Working through things in therapy can be tough, but connecting with my therapist isn't, and that is so important. When it comes to therapy and psychiatry, getting the help you need has never been so simple. When you're able to access your provider from the comfort of your device, it means therapy can be on your schedule. Y'all know me, I'm all over the place. I don't have time to drive across town, lay on someone's couch, really let it out and then have to drive back across town to a show. No, I can do this in the comfort of my car, in my hotel room, wherever I'm at. Talkspace makes it so convenient to just, hey, talk it out. It's also affordable. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7 and they'll engage with you daily, five days a week. Here's the deal. Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience in over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, relationship issues, food and eating, and so much more. It's secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure you use code absolutely to get $100 off your first month and show your support of the show. That's absolutely and Talkspace.com. You know, gaps in the diet shouldn't be ignored. Over 97% of women ages 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet, okay? And 95% are not getting enough of their daily intake of key omega-3s. This is so incredibly important. Listen, Ritual is essential for women 18 and up. Multivitamin is formulated by exhaustive research to help fill in the nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 and up. You don't realize. If you're eating probably as shitty as most of us are, you are missing some vital nutrients. And I cannot tell you how important vitamin D and your omega-3s are. They did some research that like, almost everybody is like wildly deficient in vitamin D. Well, this is why I love Ritual because they make getting vitamin D and those omega-3s so easy and it's literally delivered straight to your door. Here's the deal. The results essential for women 18 and up was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks. That's amazing. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash absolutely and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash absolutely. Let me spell it out for you. R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash absolutely to get 10% off. Get Ritual today. It's going to help you feel like you're just being a better person, getting those nutrients that you need that you can't get through food alone. So get it at ritual.com slash absolutely. Heather, this is Kara, Sarah, Joanna, and Michelle. We are from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and we had tickets to your show tonight and it got canceled and we are devastated that you couldn't come. However, we understand. We listen to your podcast. We know you're tired. We are tired too. Now, we do have to say that we represented tonight and we went out in full force in our leopard and sequence tonight and we were known to be seen in the clothes of what you wear. Now, our absolutely not is men in sequence t-shirts and puka shell necklaces. This is 2022. Why are you wearing puka shells in 2022? Anyway, Heather, we love you. We love you. 
we miss you. We hope you come back to Vancouver. Thanks so much. Bye. Hey, girls. Listen, my girlies and my guys from Vancouver, thank you for being understanding. I trust and believe I wanted to be at that show. Did not make that call. (laughs) If you understand what I'm saying. Anyways, listen, I got to be honest with you. Everything is cyclical, okay? Now, if this gentleman was wearing a sequin top, he might have been coming to my show as well. And I appreciate you guys going out and representing and trust and believe I will be back in Vancouver with bells and whistles on. We'll do two nights. We'll blow the tits and the top off of that town because I've been to Vancouver. I spent some time there. I love that city. Van City, ride or die, British Columbia, Gucci gang. Puka shell neck. I think men with necklaces in general now is a no. If you've got a long chain, though, I'll tell you what. It could be like a rapper's chain. It could be an Italian Goomba chain. I'll fuck with you. I don't know why. Now, a choker on a man is an absolutely not. You might as well ball gag it up. Like, that's just, it's not, it's a no from me, dog. I don't wear chokers. I like something loose around my neck. You know what I mean? It's like when a man wears gray sweatpants and he's got a big dong and then you just see it, like you're going to draw attention. They do that on purpose to draw attention to their dong. I have a really thick neck. I'm not going to wear a choker. You're not going to see me sporting a puka shell necklace unless it's loose. Also, I'm not trying to get canceled. Is that cultural appropriation to our Polynesian friends, our Hawaiian friends for wearing the pukas? Or is that okay? Someone chime in and let me know. You know, I love a kimono. You saw the trouble Kim got into. It was inappropriate. But that shape is nice. I did get a couple made when I was over in Asia. I got a beautiful silk kimono. I wear it. It fits lovely. Because you know what's nice about a kimono? The panels on the front are both wide enough that it really can wrap around and cover a titty. I was talking about this the other day. I was at the Four Seasons, okay, with Jackie Schimmel. You know, she's cute as a bug. And the robe that they brought, which was an XL, was not an XL. This thing barely covered half an areola. I said, this is, you know, if I'm coming to a spa, I don't ask for a lot, but if I'm coming to a spa to relax, you need to have size inclusivity with the robes. You need to have an assortment of robe sizes. I'm not the kind of girl who can go into a locker, throw on a small pair of those provided spa sandals and a medium robe and feel like I'm going to have a relaxing day. You know what I mean? The entire day is spent me just adjusting myself so I make sure I don't get sued by someone or end up on TMZ. Heather McMahon exposes herself with her wide vagina at the Four Seasons, Westlake. Didn't mean to, Cheryl. Thanks for snapping a photo. Actually, probably would jumpstart my career. Anywho, I hear what you're saying. I'm thinking that they're going to a theme party. I mean, I like men in glitter, but I surround myself with Italian men and mostly gays. So I got to be honest with you, Jeff loves a glitter jacket. If you know Italian men, very like New York Italian men, little gay. They very much so are little gay. And Jeff would nod with me for sure. He's so almost macho that it goes the other way and gets a little homoerotic at times. You know what I'm saying? Think about Italian men. You know, they're always kissing. Jeff, when he sees his buddies, oh, Frank, come here. You know what I mean? I'm like, that was weird. (laughs) Not like a kiss on the cheek. Go back and watch The Godfather. Very gay. You know, and I'll bring my gay son Raymond on the podcast and I guarantee he'll say, dad's gay. Jeff and I call Ray 
our son. And I guarantee he's like, you know, dad's a little guy. I'm just letting you know. And I'll let you know this. Jeff has been more worked up about what he's wearing to the wedding than I have been. And I'm getting something made, bitch. There's going to be feathers, glitter, rhinestones, may even add some puka shells to the bottom. I mean, I'm going Vegas, showgirl. I want to walk down the aisle and people go, she did that. Or, oh no, she did not. Or maybe if somebody else, you're a whore. If I don't get that kind of reaction and energy, and see, that's the other thing. See, you can't get too thin because I need the breast high. And if you know, if you're, you know, a curvy cow, this is how the world works. The moment you start to lose weight, you lose it straight from your breasts. You're not going to lose it from your waist, your ass, whatever. It goes straight from your tits. So I can't be walking down the aisle with two breasts that look like toys from a Montessori school. You know, just a loose pair of pantyhose with a couple marbles at the end. Also, I have some friends who've, who've had kids and they said it's a real debate whether or not your kids go to Montessori or I guess another type of school is called the Waldorf School or it's like a traditional education. I'm not an educator. I don't have children. But the Montessori School kind of sounds legit. I guess it's a more organic way of learning, you know? I don't know. They just put you in a crate, let you roll around with some gluten-free toys and figure it out. And I like that journey because you know what? That's kind of the journey I've been on. Throw you to the wolves, throw you on stage with the mic and say, go for it. I fear sometimes for my future children. Like I, I have a feeling I'm going to be between their gay dad and, and me who's going to go the opposite. You know, who's like, all right, kids, you want to learn a lesson? Let's go to the strip club. There's a woman there who uh, is the mother, the madam, if you will, in the back. And... um She's got a couple of life lessons she wants to teach you. Here, here's a menthol cigarette. Let's go. Like, I see us going different ways. You know, maybe I'm going to step into that more masculine role and Jeff's going to be, you know, teaching the kids hockey in a glitter vest. I don't know. Either way, it's 2022. Relax, everybody. Relax. But Jeff has been so worked up about whatever he's wearing to the, the wedding and I'm going to say it right here on the podcast. If the outfit is too extreme, I blame John Mallon. Amy Mallon, if you're listening, her husband is a tailor atelier. He's suiting Jeff up with another guy. They keep going to Dallas. I keep going to Dallas to get my shit done, but they keep going to Dallas. Maybe, I don't know. Amy, do you know if our husbands are hooking up? Let me know. Anyways, but Jeff did say that one of the things was powder blue and I got upset. So I walked away. I walked away. You know what I mean? Jeff does kiss his friends a lot, though. Should I be concerned? No. They are very handsome men. You know what I mean? But Italians, they do that. The bigger the Italian guy, the more you're going tongue-to-tongue with him. You got a friend named, like, Mario. He's going to lick the side of your face. And they cry a lot. Very emotional. Jeff is way, he is very emotional. He also says the word almond. What is it? Um, it's almond milk. Almond. He says it just pissed me off. I swear to God, though, if this motherfucker shows up in a powder blue suit, a la Dumb and Dumber, I'll kill him. It's another thing I have anxiety about. I'll kill him. But yeah, men in necklaces, I fuck with them. You kidding me? You could have one tooth. You show up and you've got a nice Jesus piece. Yeah, I'll touch your penis. I'm an easy sell, though. I really am. Horned up, ready to go. I'm walking around in my carry Okay, stylish, styling, profiling, comfortable and cool. 
I don't have time for heels, but you know what I have time for? My Karyumas. Here's the deal. I love their best-selling Akka shoe. It's a low canvas sneaker. It is so comfortable. I have it in white. I have it in black. I think I'm going to get it in powder blue. Going to the Masters next week, and maybe I even need to do a soft yellow, you know, to really just look preppy and fresh to death. For a limited time, Absolutely Not listeners can get an exclusive 15% off your pair of Karyuma sneakers. Go to C-A-R-I-U-M-A.com. That's Karyuma.com slash absolutely to get 15% off. It's important. You want a comfortable shoe. Well, Karyoma and their Aka low canvas sneaker, it's like walking on clouds, okay? If you're looking to keep a fresh look with that broken in fit in perfect neutral and spring colors, then you need to check out Karyoma. For a limited time, Absolutely Not listeners can get an exclusive 15% off your pair of Karyuma sneakers. Go to C-A-R-I-U-M-A.com. That's Karyuma.com slash absolutely to get 15% off. That's C-A-R-I-U-M-A dot com slash absolutely for 15% off only for a limited time. Again, if you want to be styling and profiling and comfortable, this is a no-brainer. Go to kiriyuma.com slash absolutely for 15% off for a limited time only. Do you have PCOS? Probably, bitch. What's PCOS? Polycystic ovary syndrome. You know, a lot of women deal with it. One in five women suffer from a condition called PCOS and half the time they don't even know about it. There's a really cool company and I'm very proud that they are part of the podcast called Alara. And Alara is the first virtual care platform for people with PCOS. Alara makes it easy with the most comprehensive hormonal and metabolic diagnostic tests on the market today. If you're having unexplained frustrating symptoms like weight gain, anxiety, or hair thinning, it might actually be your hormones. That's why it's so important to get your hormones tested, but it can be hard to get the testing you need. Don't worry, Alara's got you. With their personalized holistic program, they provide patients with expert care team, including both a registered dietitian and a doctor. They'll meet with you via video and are available via text 24-7 and provide personalized meal plans and medication and supplement prescriptions. All of this just for $3 a day. Ladies, get your hormones checked. It is so easy just to get balanced again, to feel like a normal person again. I mean, my hair started falling out. I was gaining all this weight after I froze my eggs and I didn't realize because PCOS had flared up and I needed to get back in the game and just get my things checked. As someone who has suffered from PCOS, I wish I would have known about Alara sooner. They offer a truly integrated approach to diagnosing, managing, and treating PCOS by just combining nutrition, lifestyle, and medical expertise all in one place. Here's the deal. Use code Heather at checkout for 25% off your first month or diagnostic test. Visit www.alarahealth.com slash Heather for more information. That's www.allara health, H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash Heather. Again, that's alarahealth.com slash Heather. Hi, Heather. It's Jenna calling from Long Beach, California. And I just finished my work day and I have one thing on my mind and it's the fact that you hate Tauruses. And I am a Taurus. I'm also a lover of you and everything you do. According to Google, it says that you're a Pisces, right? So does that Tauruses and Pisces are generally quite compatible? We're not. So I'm just trying to figure out what the Tauruses need to do to gain your respect because I love you so much. And I know that all the other Tauruses out there, you know, they're probably not all great, but I myself <laughs> have great intentions and 
I'm a big fan of you. Hey, sister friend. You see, you caught yourself. You said, I know the other Tauruses probably aren't all great, but I've had some wonderful Tauruses in my life. But when I've been really stabbed in the back, eat too brute, when I've really been, you know, Tanya Harding cracked at the back of the kneecap, it's been by a Taurus. I don't put a lot of weight into that. Tauruses and Pisces actually aren't compatible. And I know we're about to go into Taurus season. We're about to be thriving in it. I do better with more water signs. I love a Cancer. I love a Scorpio. But, you know, I've been raw dogged, real time, Jerry Springer style, fucked by a Taurus. I had a boyfriend in college who was a Taurus, who was a scammer, a absolute fucking scammer. Okay. I don't know if I've ever told this story. I dated this guy in college who, oh, fuck. If I've told this story, I'm sorry. We've done like 700 episodes of this. I don't remember. I dated this guy in college who never really called me his girlfriend. You know what I mean? One of those. Like, he was not attractive enough to have multiple girlfriends, but he did somehow. And I don't know why I put up with it, right? He was funny. He was in our group of guy friends. So I think I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll keep him around. But I was not actually, when I look back, physically attracted to this person. So I don't know why I let him like rake me over the coal so many times. It's a great story. This is a typical tourist man though. So I go out of town for this dance competition and he sleeps with this random girl, but we were like together. Like all of our friends knew we were quote unquote together. I'm using air quotes, whatever that means. I went to his fraternity formal. That's what it was. And this girl calls me and she's like, hey, um, are you with, let's call him Daniel. His name's not Daniel. Let's call him Daniel. Are you with Daniel? And I was like, hey, yeah, we're together. And she's like, because I just want you to know, I slept with him last weekend. And one of my other girlfriends in the sorority told me like, no, Heather dates Daniel. And I want to give you a heads up. The girl had enough respect for me and I had enough respect for her. She called me to let me know. Let's call this girl Kelsey. So I'm like, Kelsey thank you for letting me know. What a fucker. She's like, I never would have done this and I know you guys were together. Want to give you the heads up. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. And I was like, girl, don't feel bad. This is on him. He's a douche. So my three best girlfriends, my girlfriend, Carolyn, Aubrey, and Christina, Tina, you know, on the road, they come over to my apartment, my condo. And I said, I don't know what to do. And they said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to hide in the closet. You're going to call him over because we were supposed to go on a date that night. And he was driving my car at the time. This guy was driving my car because his truck was in the shop. And they're like, you're going to call him over. I know I've told this story. If I have, I'm sorry. You're going to call him over to have him come over early for the date. And you're going to say there's an issue. The only thing I could think of at the top of my head was my flat screen TV had fallen off the wall. All right. They're like, you're going to approach him. You're going to get your keys back to your car and you're going to let him know. You're going to stay calm. Let us do the fucking dirty dog work. So I call Daniel and I'm like, Daniel, oh my God, I know the date's not for another like two hours. My flat screen TV just fell off the wall. Can you come help me like hang it up? Just come over early. He's like, I'm I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I got my dick wet last weekend by a girl named Kelsey. And I was out doing work. I was competing in a dance competition in the Mississippi dance competition. But yeah, I'm sorry I couldn't be around, Daniel. Mama was on stage flexing. Another insecure man. Anyways, he comes over and I am scary, calm, 
scary calm. And my girlfriend said, don't let him see you sweat. Let us be the sociopaths. Because the last thing you need, and ladies, take warning, you be the calm one. Let your friends be the psychotic ones. You know what I mean? So he walks in. He's like, what's the deal with the TV? It's, it's fine. And I said, hey, yeah, you know, it's crazy. I was able to um, hook it back up. I was afraid the cords were going to rip. So Daniel, the craziest thing happened this weekend. Do you know Kelsey? She's a fine Mew. And his face goes white. Zoom. Lights go down. And he's like, no, huh? What? Absolutely not. What are you talking about? And I said, this is crazy. Kelsey is such a nice, lovely young woman. She called me to let me know that one of her sorority sisters had told her, hey, can't believe you went out with Daniel this past weekend. He dates Heather. She called me, said you guys had sex this past weekend. And I said it like that, sex. You know, who says that? You'd be like, heard you hooked up. She said you had sex this past weekend. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you come clean and we're going to go our separate ways. And he's like, oh, 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 oh. And then he just put his head down in shame. He put his head down and he's like, yeah, yeah, we did. I said, okay, so this is what's going to happen. You're going to go get all your shit out of my car. You're going to call one of your fraternity buddies to pick you up and you're going to give me my keys back. He put his head down and he walked out. He'd been caught red-handed. At that moment, Christina, Carolyn, Aubrey bust out of the front door of my condo. Carolyn has a trash bag and is screaming, you're a piece of trash. Get in this trash bag. You piece of shit. Get in this bag. (laughs) Aubrey's got like pots and pans. She's like banging them. Like, you know, at the beginning of COVID when everyone would get outside at at 7 p.m. and bang the pots and pans, you know, for our healthcare workers. That's what Aubrey was doing. Tina's like getting New York, like in this guy's face, like, you thought you could do this, Daniel? We're going to fucking break your legs, you piece of shit. Get out of here. And I am standing. You guys, this is like a scene from a bad movie. I am standing. It's a first floor condo. And I'm just open like the teak bamboo blinds. And I'm just staring like a sociopath right at him. And he's getting his shit out of my three series BMW. And he looks up and I'm just like the perfect amount of blinds are opened and I'm just staring at him and I'm like just shaking my head and he is terrified. Now, mind you, at this point, my friends are making so much noise. Everybody in the condo complex has come out and then he has to walk to the front of, it was like a gated condo building. He had to walk to the front with all of his like hunting gear because that's Ole Miss and wait for one of his frat bros to pick him up. And that was one of the best, that was a tourist. And I'll tell you right now, I had sex with him two weeks later. I did, not proud of it. It was graduation. I was like, yeah, whatever, we're going to have sex again. It was terrible. I don't know why I did that. That's a low self-esteem moment. I thought I was going to take the power back and be like, fuck you, but I didn't. And that's probably why I had a weird pap smear for a while. But regardless, when people say, oh, I'm a Taurus, I twitch a little bit because that's what I was dealing with. And I was so calm about it that he did come clean. If I would have been like, did you fuck this girl, Kelsey? Did you do this? Then I wouldn't have gotten the honest response, but because I was calm about it. So I just want to let you girls know, or guys, whatever. You find out somebody's doing something dirty dog wrong, you stay calm about it. Let your friends be the ones to get the pots and pans out and like, ring, ding, 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 ding. you know, the 7 p.m. for the healthcare workers, which... Did you guys notice we quit that real fast? I mean, what the fuck? I feel bad. You know, every doctor and nurse, A, was like, that didn't help when y'all were doing it, but also B, really? Saw y'all dropped that quick. 
Oh, I see what you did there. If I was an ER nurse, I would I would give everybody the side fucking eye. We're in the pots and pans, Los Angeles. Oh, we're over that now? Interesting. Interesting. So anyways, when I see my girlfriends, the first thing they always say to me is, get in this bag. Get in this bag. And this guy was from like the coast. So, if, you know, like if you call somebody like white trash, we would call people from the coast, coast trash. And she was screaming that. And it was one of the greatest days of my life. And then my buddy Jack ran into Daniel. We're just saying Daniel. Okay, random name. Ran into Daniel at a bar and goes, you're in big trouble, buddy. And all of his fraternity brothers laughed. And guess what? All of the bros are coming to the wedding. And you know who's not? Daniel. He was a douche. She really was. So I don't know. His name is not Daniel. I'm using a different name. Daniel and Kelsey. Made up names. I'm just letting you know for the sake of this story. But he was a Taurus. So that's why I have issues. <laughs> Again, did have sex with him two weeks later. Not proud of it. Like, why? I've said this before, but you ever think about people that you hooked up with in college or high school or maybe last week and you're just driving down the road and you get that wave? You have that horrific memory of something embarrassing you did when you were 21 and you just want to take your Jetta and just drive it into a sweet greens, just drive it into the Starbucks. I don't think if you have that feeling at least once a week that you've lived a full life. You know, I was a weird kid. I also was overly confident in college. I thought I was cooler than I was, for sure. Any of my friends from college would say, Heather, you really were like just walking around town like you own the place. I did not at all. I was in a great sorority. You know, maybe that's why, because I didn't give a shit and I was a little bit of a black sheep in Mississippi because while well, the other girls were trying to get, you know, wifed up, married up, I was like, I'm going to be on the Broadway, going to New York City, going to do comedy. In fact, I saw one of my buddies at one of my shows and he said, Heather, you used to always say in college you were going to be a stand-up and do comedy and and you did it. He's like, we never knew if that was actually going to come to fruition. Oh, wait, so this is the same guy. I moved to New York right after college. This is the same guy that sent me the gift box of Michael Kors Very Hollywood perfume with the card that said, because you're going to be a star. And before I even opened the gift, and I know I've told you all this before in the podcast, but before I even opened the gift, I shook the box and I go, I know exactly what this is. It is Michael Kors Very Hollywood perfume because this is as wild as this guy could get. And to this day, I don't think he's ever visited the city of New York. So anyways, that's where I'm at emotionally. That's why I don't trust Tauruses. Shady boots. But I do. You know what? We're going into Taurus season. It's going to be one of the best seasons. I've got a lot of exciting things coming up in Taurus season. And we're going to celebrate it. Tauruses, I'm giving you a second chance. Daniel, suck my dick. Let's get to the last voicemail. Hey, Heather. This is Emma from Memphis. Um, I'm also a 2022 bride. I'm getting married on June 11th. And I just have to tell y'all about the absolutely not that happened to me with my grandmother. Now, my grandmother goes by grandmother. So that tells you lots of things about her. Um, love her to death because she was my grandmother. But she's been always a very judgmental woman. And we were out to dinner and my fiance and I wanted to split a dessert. And she so kindly reminded me, said, Emma, don't forget, you have to fit into your wedding dress this summer. 
it was about a two-inch piece of cake that I was splitting between two people. So I'm not really sure what she thinks was going to change from that. Emma, honey, I feel this. First of all, if you're from the South, you know grandmother. Grandmother, she's a cold-hearted bitch. I say that with all due respect. I had a savage grandmother, grandmother, but mine was a Mimi. You know, if you had a Mimi, you either have a real nice Mimi or a Mimi, a Mimi Mimi. You know what I mean? Grandmother, Emma, don't forget, you got to get into your wedding dress. First of all, I do think that you need people like those kind of grandparents. I mean, eventually, unfortunately, we're going to lose those boomers. Boomers are savage. I have a boomer in my life. I live with her every day. That's my mom, Robin McMahon. She would say the exact same thing to me. You know what I mean? And I need to hear it. Like, I love it. This is why I do comedy, because my family has been so savage. And I get annoyed sometimes when people are like, wow, your mom said that. Yes, she did. And if you're in your mid-30s or close to 40s, you know, your younger generation of parents that have told you to, you know, everyone's a winner, follow your dreams, Go for it. The only reason I'm successful is because my dad used to call me and be like, you need to get a job in real estate immediately because this acting thing isn't working out. And that pushed me to go harder. People who were like, your parents really supported you. I mean, emotionally they did. I, I was very loved, hugged, told I was great all the time. But my parents were the first people after soccer practice to look me dead ass in my eyes and go, you fucking suck. You were slow today, and we don't know what's wrong with you. It's clear you came for the snacks. And I'd be like, yeah, Dad, I told you I came for the snacks. But my dad would be like, you have an unbridled sense of power that you need to harness in. And then I would go home, take off my shin guards, and let my cat lick my legs. (laughs) My sister. I know I've said this on the podcast before. My sister reminded me. She goes, you remember when you were like seven and you'd come home? really sweaty from soccer practice and you take off your shin guards, lay in the foyer and just let the cat kind of look at your shins. I was like, sure do. They felt great. So that was the kind of kid I was. You know what I mean? I just need you to wrap your head around that. That's why my grandmother, my mean Mimi was always just, she would look at me with disgust. She told me one time, you know, as a chubby kid, she told me, she always had this thing called Vanetta ice cream. Vianetta, Vianetta. And it was like almost like an ice cream cake, but with layers of like hard chocolate. And she'd always serve it to my sister. It would give me maybe a teaspoon. Because she said to me, looked me dead ass in my eyes when I was about nine and said, you know, cellulite you can't ever get rid of. So don't get it to begin with. That's what my Mimi said. This was also the Mimi who took my sister to get glamour shots at the mall for Father's Day. And I wasn't allowed to get them. So when my mom found out that I wasn't allowed to get the glamour shots, my mom then took me down in a fit of rage to the glamour shot station at the North Lake Mall in Atlanta. And then we got myself glamour shots. But then when my mom saw the proofs of the glamour shots, she was so horrified. She did not actually purchase any of the glamour shots. Like to this day, I still ask, I'm like, mom, you took me to get the glamour shots because Mimi was so mean to me. But then why don't I see any purchase proof of these glamour shots? And Robin just goes, because they were terrible. My sister and I were always the kids who had to take photos, who had to do the retakes of the photos on photo day. One, we were always ill-prepared. Mom never read the bulletin. She never knew when the fuck photo day was. So then I'd show up 
with Oreo crumbles on the top, she would be like, well, we can't print this out. So my sister and I, every single time had to go do remakes and the remakes were always worse. And my mom was a cheap mom. So I was very surprised she gave us like $31 to do the retakes. Every other year, she would actually buy the the physical photos. I have so many of the tiny little wallet sizes that say proof on them, that say Olin Mills on them, because Robin McMahon was a cheap bitch. She's like, I'm not giving you the $31 to actually get the photos. I could use that and go to TJ Maxx. That was my childhood. My grandmother would call me fat. My mom would then drag me down to the glamour shots to really, you know, make the score even, and then wouldn't buy the photos because she said they would, and I quote, scare the neighbors. And you wonder why I do comedy. This is what trauma's made of. But honey, have the cake. Have the cake. Because you know what? Have the cake now. Take care of yourself. Go on the walks. I know you're an anxious bride. This is what I'm feeling. There's just a societal pressure that you have to be like the most perfect version of yourself before this wedding. And I got to be honest with you, it's bullshit. I have never in my career been more busy. Okay, I'm going to show up and if anybody says anything like, you look tired, I'm going to just scream Silicon Valley. I don't have a startup. I'm going to make people think that I've been working on a startup and I'm just going to tell people like, yeah, well, do you have a startup, Lindsay? Do you have a startup that's actually going to cure cancer? No, you don't. And they're going to go, do you? And I'm going to say, sure do. And lie right through my teeth like a Taurus would. Okay? People don't even know what I've been up to on the grind, hustle hard, but it's this bullshit. It's like, you got to lose 40 pounds for your wedding. Well, then the dress won't fit the other way. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, going up to a fat chick and being like, are you shredding for the wedding? Is like going up to your uncle who's in a wheelchair and be like, you're going to learn how to walk? You're walking the cousin down the aisle? Like, come on, that's insane. Go up to your Uncle Ronnie with one leg. Are you getting a prosthetic for the wedding? No. We're all just showing up as is because physically, that's all we can do. You know what I mean? Shredding for the fucking wedding. I'm just trying to wolf down a turkey club to make sure I can make it to the next meeting without looking like an asshole. You know? <laughs> I don't know why that concept was so funny to me. Go up to a thick girl. How much weight have you lost for the wedding? I don't know. I don't know, Uncle Ronnie, you going to get a leg so you can do the fucking cha-cha slide and the Macarena? No. Lay off me. I'm starving. My dressmaker, Zai, I love you. I hope you're listening. She was like, bitch, if you lose three more pounds, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, stop it. Oh my God. So what? Are you serious? I can't. No. All right. Fine. And wait. (laughs) But it's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's some bullshit. Of course, grandmother's going to tell you, don't forget, Emma, you got to get in a wedding dress and say, don't forget, grandma, you're going to die soon. (laughs) It's fucked up, but it's funny to me. My grandparents are, I don't have any left. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at. I also, on a serious note, I think a little bit of the stress is I told you that I had like a nervous breakdown of Jeff. I think I told you guys this like two weeks ago. I had a nervous breakdown about, I was booking my mom's flight, my sister's flight, and they're capable, wonderful adults. Ashley's going to Europe for a little bit by herself. Like they can travel. 
But Jeff didn't understand why I was getting so wound up about making sure they're on the same flight and that I make sure that they get on the right train to go home, yada, yada, yada. And I just freaked the fuck out on Jeff. And I said, Jeff, your parents are still alive and married. My dad is dead. I don't have my father escorting my mom to the wedding. I am the dad now. This is my job. My mom is walking me down the aisle. I wish my dad was there, but he's dead as a doornail in the ground, has been for quite some time. So I think there's like an underlying emotional level of just like something I should be so happy and excited about. And yet I'm still so unbelievably sad. I never thought in a million years my dad wouldn't be at my wedding. I never thought. So that's why I'm going to start the live. (laughs) I've been working on my startup to cure cancer. And everyone's like, you have a degree from Ole Miss, Heather. We know there's no way you have that level of intelligence in you. But you know what? If people expect me to be some sort of other type of bride, I'm going to say, I've been busy. Thank you, Lindsay. You know, brides back in the day, you were 15. You didn't have a job. You're getting married off to some king or an oligarch. All you did was have time to go to Pilates. I don't, but I'm getting up. I'm getting it in. I'm fighting with old men at the gym. I'm going to take a photo of this man's inverted nipples. And anytime somebody on the DMs or Twitter or whatever trolls me, you're getting a photo of it zoomed in. And I'm going to tell you it's me. And I don't give a shit. Sell it to Dumois. Sell them to TMZ. Let the rumors start. Buckle up. I dare you. So that's where I'm at emotionally going into my wedding. Sorry, Emma. Sorry to make it about me. Sorry to make this entire thing about me. But guess what? It's my fucking podcast. These are what trauma's made of. God, I did not really think about why I'm so anxious. These night terrors, these heavy wedding night terrors. It's because my dad's not there. You you understand how all comedy is rooted in something dark? (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, sealed that one up real quick. But, um... Emma, enjoy yourself. Enjoy the ride because everybody says that when you get to the wedding, you look back and you go, God, that went by so quick. And then everybody said the best part about having a wedding is not having to plan a wedding anymore. And I got the best team. Shout out to Jill. Jill Romanelli of Tuscan Weddings. My girl, Nicole. I got the best team and they're doing a great job. But I think it's just that inner inner anxiety of like what you're expected to be, how you're expected to entertain people. I got to just honor the place where I'm at emotionally, which is excited about what's going on and maybe a little hesitant, maybe a little scared about all the pressure that's on me right now. But also I think a little, it's a little bittersweet. You know, one of the reasons why I wanted to do the show at the Fox is because I just wanted to honor my dad. Like we would go see shows together there all the time. And you know what's crazy? My mom told me, and you know, Robin hits the sauce a little bit. She was like, Heather, you know, your dad used to do security at the Fox when he was a student at Georgia Tech. Oh, the Allman Brothers were playing. Your dad would, him and, and his buddy Pete would go do securities. So if that is true, it will be a very full circle moment to be performing at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, which I owe every bit of gratitude to you guys for selling all those tickets. We have maybe a few tickets left, but get them at heatherontour.com. I am so excited to be finishing this show in, in the city that I love, with the people that I love, telling stories about my dad. I can't think of any better way to honor him than to do it at the Fox. Okay, I'm going to get off this podcast before I start getting real vibey and choked up. But um, I want you guys to know that everything I do and is because of y'all. And I'm so grateful to each and every one of you. And I love that this is a 
stupid fucking podcast where we can sit and bitch and giggle and go through all this ridiculous trauma together because we're doing it. But I wouldn't be here today where I'm at with all this nervous energy and all this added pressure if it wasn't for y'all. And I genuinely mean that from the bottom of my heart. (laughs) I've been in Los Angeles for four days. There's a crystal in my vagina while I'm doing Kegels. And that's why I'm getting a little too woo-woo on you. But I love you. And I'm, um, I'm very grateful for all the opportunities that you guys have uh, given me because you supported me along the way. You come to shows. And again, we have some more shows coming up. So we're hitting Sacramento, Phoenix, Salt Lake City, Toronto, Tampa, Milwaukee, Chicago, two shows in Atlanta, a couple other places. I'm brain dead. I'm going to get out of here. But I love you. I mean it. I will see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Arrivederci, Chabellas. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. <laughs>